Welcome to season four of the Fit Farming Food Mom podcast. Connie is a world champion powerlifter, former bodybuilder, and an elite trainer and nutrition coach. As a movement enthusiast and health nerd, she is here on this show to speak with educated guests and dive into the realm of all things health, fitness, mindset, and everything in between. If you enjoy this show, please do us a huge favor by smashing the like or subscribe button and leaving a review. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited that you are joining me again. That means you're coming back for more. And if this is your first podcast, welcome. Today, I have an amazing podcast guest, Tanya Dyer. This episode is gold. I'm so excited to be having her on the show. We dive into everything alpha female, dissect it. What does it look like? What does it come from? And how we can help ourselves and help other people around us and just make things easier in our life because as an alpha, things can be a little bit complicated. And we get into some of my own personal struggles on the show, which is great because I think people think that when you're someone that's trying to lead and help others, you have all your shit together, which is not necessarily true. Sometimes your mess becomes your message also. So great episode with her today. She was a high-end divorce lawyer for over 20 years, and she soon learned that she needed to be a life coach, and she has amazing knowledge to share with everybody today. Now, if you haven't already, pop on over to my website, www.connienightingale.com. There are tons of pearls on there for free. Yeah, I said it free. You do not have to pay for them. We all try to make sure as health professionals and mindset and everything in between that we get resources out there for people. So if they cannot afford a personal coach, they can at least start to gather information for their health or fitness journey. I am no different. I have lots of amazing things on my website, even protocols for people that might struggle from digestive dysfunction or thyroid health problems, all the things. I've got lots of stuff, some older blog posts. I haven't really kept up on that. Sorry, guys. Got to prioritize some me time too, but there's a ton of good pearls on there. I invite you to go check it out. And before I ramble on much further, let's get to the show. All right, Tanya, I'm super excited to have you joining me today on the podcast. You were referred to me by Elle Russ, who is one of my favorites. And she was like, listen, girl, you got to meet Tanya. She's awesome. You guys would hit it off. You are both alpha, alpha females. You can talk yeah. about all the things. And mm -hmm. immediately it was like the universe kind of aligned and stopped for a moment because we introduced each other. Or she introduced us to each other. And then you you went and looked at my Instagram and you were like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, we got to connect. So that was kind of how I was that went. Genetics. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, yeah, Elle, Elle is amazing. She's, um, I, I tell people this all the time. They think I'm joking, but she's my best friend. And she is the reason that you need to understand that there's balance in the universe because I basically come in small and white and large and black. That's us. Like mm -hmm. if you, so if I, I was just say, if a man met me and he was just like, oh, if only you were like really short, and blonde with starling blue eyes. I'm like, wait, 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 I've got somebody for you. Here, she's right over here. Like this is, so it's it's really neat. So I'm super excited um, to be here with you. Um, I definitely have to point out for any viewers that are listening. Yes, if you're noticing the, the stark contrast in our backgrounds, we've already talked about this. We already <laughs> had, we already had, she's, she's over there coming from the, the dark side of the force and that's okay. We're all right. Still very powerful. Um, are you my father? Is that what? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Oh so, yeah. So I got my, uh, my bright, my bright peacock colors going on here. So I'm going to spread my feathers and, and serve today. So I'm super excited. I dig it. Well, before we get rambling on about everything, because I think that's where this is going to go today, can you explain to my listeners a little bit about who you are and what you do? I will, with the codicil of first, I'm going to tell them why they should give an actual F. 
Um, podcasts always want to start with this introduction. You don't care who I am. I'm not important to your universe. In about 10 minutes, I am going to be important to your universe. You're going to begin the Googling process on me. But hold on a second. Let me tell you why you want to listen, why you want to pull your car over, why you want to pretend you're taking a shower so you can lock your children out and listen to this whole thing. Okay. Yeah, she's not in her head. So the reason is because I am the world's best expert at helping alpha women stop struggling in their marriages, period, close quote, into discussion. And if you're an alpha woman, you struggle in your relationships. You just do. I'm going to tell you who you are. I'm going to tell you how you operate. I'm going to tell you how it started. And I'm going to help you start turning in the right direction. This is life-changing stuff. If anybody thinks you can't change a life in about 45 minutes, please feel free to leave now. Perfect. Nobody. Good. Okay. Now I will tell you who I am. Cause they're like, Oh wait, okay. This is a ballsy bee. She is just throwing it all up there. Um, my name is Tanya Dyer. I'm an American currently living in Australia and I have been a high conflict trial lawyer, a divorce lawyer for Oh gosh, now what, what year is it? 25 years. So I spent all my time learning how to take marriages and businesses apart. And as I did that, if you've ever been, if you've been in, everybody's been around somebody in a divorce, they're miserable things. If you can imagine your entire job being divorced 100%, that was all I did. And then every once in a while, because life was hard, I would get a domestic violence case in there, which would completely suck the rest of my soul out. It was very difficult to do. Um, I got tired. I got burned out after a good 12, 13 years. And when I went to step away, I stepped into business coaching, which was awesome because I thought, oh, okay, business coaching. Because remember, you're thinking, who wants to pay for life coaching? Nobody, but everybody will pay for you to improve their business and make the money. <laughs> what I discovered is you can't business coach anybody without life coaching them. <laughs> Boom. Um, and I tell people I came out of the closet and owned that I was a life coach. I was like, everybody can come out of the closet for everything else. I'll just come out of the closet and own that I'm a life coach. That's what I do. And what I learned was, is that my calling was to help the women who were struggling the exact way I was. Every single thing I effed up was what I was born to help other women stop doing. So that's who I am in a nutshell. So yeah, I'm working on a PhD in metaphysics. I've written several books. I've done all the things. I have some stack of credentials. None of my credentials, by the way, look like this chick over here and her like pulling down all of these awards and weightlifting like one after the other and record after record. Mine don't look like that. I have that some shit in record. It's not as good. It was, it was um, accidental though. It was accidental. <laughs> shut your mouth shut your there's that is some let's just take a momentary detour i know y'all want me to fix your life we're gonna take a detour into connie's shit just for a moment here a world record an achievement like these things these are not accidental none of these things are actually these are intentional things these are things that you turned yourself toward that you held on to you did one of them with a torn what was torn on you i tore a lot about six torn things actually so see it i only noticed one tear i was all impressed because i was like oh she had this little torn thing is she talking about was it michelle there was my knee i can't remember that's not an accident don't you dare call that that is badass that is ballsy that is intentional <laughs> that is focused that is deliberate that is anything other than the word accident so if you're a woman and you're listening and you're looking at connie and you're looking up to her and you should um i want you to to embrace the intentionality of what you're doing and where you're going even if you're not looking for a stack of, of world records like her um whatever it is you're doing you need to intend to do it because that's part of the way the energies in the universe work if you're just floating around like a like some little sock in a dryer you will stick to anything you're just like, oh, how did I get over here? Oh my goodness. And now I'll navigate that. You don't want to be reactive because reactive is connected to fear. You want to be responsive and responsive is, okay, I'm going to choose this. I'm going to choose that. Oh, that hurt. <laughs> I'm going to do that differently. So mm -hmm. Connie, I'm going to pat you on the back. Even if you're going to resist me, which is kind of typical <laughs> alpha. Well, I mean, there's some things, there's some, mm -hmm. there's a lot of facets to this, right? But I've mm -hmm. done a lot of things. Okay. 
I've done a lot of things. People are like, holy shit, Connie, like what have you not done? People always say, but the, the intention behind it is we can do anything we set out to do. I am not a special person by all means. I'm actually a hot mess. Okay. But I am willing to take the risks and put in the work to achieve things. And a lot of times I, when I achieve those things, I want other people to know, be like, you could do that too, because I'm not special. I'm not a special person. So let me tell you my view on that. Mm -hmm. From a high spiritual level, because I'm a, I'm a spiritual teacher, from a high spiritual level, no, you're not special and I'm not special. No. But we need to remember when people look at us, oh, we look special as hell. Mm -hmm. We look somebody, I actually... So many of my clients accuse me of being a fairy godmother. I finally got an effing wand. We look like somebody took a wand. And this is a very nice one, by the way. Look like somebody took a wand and tapped us on the head. We look special. So from a high spiritual level, we're not special. From a regular human level, what actually makes us special is that we went for it. Is that we stayed with it. Is that we stuck with it. Is that we opened up ourselves inside and we looked inside of ourselves to see what was blocking us instead of looking outside of ourselves to see what's blocking you. Mm -hmm. That what has the capacity to make you special. Anybody can do it, but most people won't. I love it. <laughs> it's the truth. And I think the special part is there is a special portion to that, but I think the special part is your mindset and your ability to adapt to an environment or I think there's a lot of brain power there. And so it may not be genetics or coordination or super speed or anything like that. I think a lot of it is your ability to to work on your mindset. And that wasn't always the case for me. It was something that I learned. And once I learned it, it was a learned behavior that became this behavior that went out of control, basically. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> this is, which I want, I'm so I'll unpack this for you listeners so you can hear the golden nugget that she just gave you. This is something that you can acquire is what she just told you. And that is life-changing because when you look at, you know, the, the Arianna Huffington's, you look at these people in the Oprah's and all these people roaming around and, and mm, you're not born with it. Mostly they acquired it. Now, what usually happens is you, you mentioned faceting earlier. I love the analogy of diamonds. Diamonds are formed by just a dirty little rock of carbon under massive amounts of pressure. When you put something under pressure, it can go one of two ways. It can either crush and powder and cease to exist, or it can solidify its bonds. It can create a new structure and it can find a way to survive and thrive around that pressure. And so that's what you're talking about. When you're talking about mindset, that's the process of not saying I need to find an environment where there's no pressure because there's not one. Mm -hmm. It's looking at the pressures around you and going, how do I need to adapt? How do I need to change? What facet do I need to face? It's like a sunflower. It's a heliotropic flower, which means that it turns its head toward the sun. You have to actually figure out a way to turn your head toward the sun as best you can, even when it's cloudy. Mm -hmm. that's the magic. Yeah. I I'm, I'm fully aligned with all of this. I'm loving it. So, um, I guess let's reverse back to our, the origination of this conversation <laughs> where you were talking about life coaching and unpacking yeah. that being the alpha female. Yes. So let me tell you, so this is good. This is a, this is, I'm so excited because every time I speak, there's some women who've never heard me. I don't know who you are. So I'm going to tell you in the next five minutes, you're going to go, oh, your, your, your eyelashes are going to hit your eyebrows. Alpha women are best described by the word T-O-O, two, because you're too extreme, too bold, too beautiful, too brassy, too brilliant, too loud, too aggressive, too opinionated, too strong, too pushy, too bitchy, too something. We're so, we appear so extreme to other people. Now, the trick is, is that while they don't like that, they love all these other aspects about us because we are master planners. We are master controllers. We are very good at manipulating our external environment and people and plans and things to basically force things to work. 
It's our mercenary skill and that's what we sell. And we sell that to get our love and affection. That's what we trade. Mm -hmm. So literally you're the person in your company. You could be in, in division A. They'll pull your ass out of division A and put you in division B when there's a fire. You don't even belong there. And in 40 minutes, you're already, you got the spreadsheets organized. We've got a meeting call. We got this all set. We'll figure this all out. So you, you pop into situations if you if you're familiar with um you know a, a nuclear factory your cambium rod a nuclear factory has their little nuclear reaction they don't want it to get out of control so they have these these wands these magic wands that they put into a situation because they absorb everybody else's shit they absorb all the extra energy to keep the thing in control so we're the cambium rod that, that's inserted into most reactions that are out of control where does this come from it comes from your childhood usually around the age of five, it's your origin story. Something happened in your family of origin that destroyed trust. You learned that you were on your own. You usually became a little adult. You usually started taking care of the adults, taking care of the other children. You started managing. You usually didn't have that full childhood experience. You were this little person that was already internally responsible. But you've learned that the people who are supposed to love you don't really. They don't give you that sense of trust. They don't give you the protection and provision that you're supposed to have. So you learn that it's you against the world and you on your own. So your defense mechanism, I'm, I'm peeling away a lot of layers for you, Angel, but your defense <laughs> mechanism is to become impervious, strong, get that big bicep up there. You were like, er, 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 nothing can handle me. Oh, I can do it all. I can take it. I can take it. And do you need anything? I don't need anything. I can do it on my own. Da, 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 da. But you can't. And Connie said something brilliant. I usually describe it this way as alphas appear very put together and strong on the outside, mm -hmm. but you're a hot mess on the inside, baby. Mm -hmm. You are alone. You're frustrated. You're scared. You're desperately seeking somebody to have your back. And you're convinced that nobody can have your back. And nobody in fact does have your back because you actually gender this, this society of, of enabling because you're so strong. You're like the umbrella. You're the only person that ever carries an umbrella. So all your friends never, they go out, they don't have to carry an umbrella because you carry an umbrella. You go dancing, you're holding all the fucking purses. You're the person that's always in charge. And then when they have an emergency, they're just like, mama, mama. They're whatever your name is. They're right under you. And when you have an emergency, crickets, crickets. It's like, because you're the only, that's the only strong one in the circle. Yeah. This is why you struggle in your relationships. You take all of this hot package of mess and then you meet a man. And uh, I, you're, you're, I'll give you guys my book. You, got, you have to have a little mini book that will explain your life to you in about 25 minutes called The, the, <laughs> the Alpha, The Life Cycle of, of Alphas. It's your origins, but you'll learn that there's three cycles. And in your first, in your 20s, up to your 20s, you fight. You're fighting with men, you're fighting with everybody and you get fucking tired. And in your late twenties, early thirties, you enter the control cycle. See how she smiled? See, I said control, she couldn't help it. She was trying to hold it. You were trying to hold it, you were brave. You're like, mm, no, I'm gonna, no. But not me. It's like better than chocolate, almost as good as really good sex. It's control because it makes us feel you have to take control because remember, you don't trust. Nobody protects you. Nobody takes care of you. So when you're afraid, definition of an alpha is when something happens that's scary, you step forward. You attract your mate is the beta male. Guess what? He's your emotional opposite. When something scary happens, he steps back, laid back, cool, unflappable, doesn't really care. It'll be okay. Don't really worry about it. Why are you so upset, honey? I don't think it'll happen. Why are you... And you want to just punch him in the face. Just punch him in the face. But that's that's what I do. I'm a specialist in alpha beta relationships. And these relationships are intentional. Remember I talked about intentional? The universe, whether you use God, the universe, purple lotus, I don't really care. It's all the same energy. It's intentional that the two of y'all were put together because he actually needs to learn to become more alpha the natural masculine alpha, and you need to learn to be less alpha. You need to be less out in the front with a sword and a pike and a helmet on. You know, you need to not go outside in the dark when there's a scary noise. Stop it. Just <laughs> stop it. There's a noise. I'm going. No, you're not. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is awesome.
this universe of us begins to take shape when you realize, oh my goodness, remember you're cruising along and you're just like, I have no needs. I'm super strong. I'm really happy and everything is great. And you meet a guy and he's just like, you don't have any needs. You're like, no, I'm, I'm totally independent. He's thinking, this is fantastic because I have absolutely no ability to meet emotional needs. I don't really think I want to support anybody. Why? Because this guy had an alpha mother. Beta males come from alpha mothers. By the way, if you have kids, lean back, you're ready for it. Don't drive, just pause at the light. You're breaking your boys. I'm sorry, not sorry. Breaking the boys, making them soft. Because you overfunction, you step into all crises. So your boy doesn't learn how to do that. In fact, he learns it's appropriate for a woman to do it. Is anybody beginning to have some connections click in their head? You got a man who does not act manly because he learned that it was the woman's job. So he could just be laid back. These guys, by the way, become extremely passive aggressive, which really makes you want to punch them in the face because they don't do confrontation. They don't do emotions. They didn't learn how to do them. Remember their mom, which was an alpha, did what you do, which is suppress all of your emotions and feelings. When you said, hi, I have no needs. You're lying. You're lying. You lie to yourself. You lie to everybody. I am not just fine. You're not just fine. You're a hot mess. He marries you. You get him to marry you because he thinks he's got the jackpot. And you think, oh, he lets me be myself. So, usually in five to seven years. That's about the time for where things get really, really hmm, strict. You've been pulling on him so hard and he's been resisting because you chase him, he runs. You chase him harder, he runs harder. He shuts down, he doesn't talk. Then you lose the polarity in the sex. The sex comes off the wheels. Now you don't have even that intimacy. Your, your opinion on how to raise children is polar opposite because he's kind of hands off. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It'll be all like this. And you're just like, what the actual? Get in there. Get in there. We can't let this happen. We got to make this happen. We got to prevent this. We got to plan this. You want to plan it all out. And he's just like, oh, plan it all out. Let's just go with the flow. Which is like a curse word. Like I could sit here and drop F-bombs all day long. It would not bother you. If I said, let's just not plan anything for the children's next three years, you'd be like, you bitch. <laughs> like, I'm so offended. Connie, you had the worst guest on ever. <laughs> I would lose my shit. There's no lie about that. So you can watch Connie's face. Like I should take you with me. I would love, I'll just be speaking. And then instead of a sign language interpreter, I would just have Connie's face because you have such a beautiful, expressive face because you're just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you're, you're hitting all of the notes. I did not prep her. I didn't have this conversation in advance. She's just organically responding the way an alpha would. I love you. Uh, perfect. I love it. So you touched on a lot of things here and I'm literally cracking up on the inside, right? Because it's literally my home dynamic. Okay. So hit the nail on the head. You, you are on top of it right yes. down to, we have a, we've been married for 15 years. We have a 16 year old and the 16 year old won't follow the dress code at school and gets written up for it constantly and mm. he wants to get his driver's license and i'm like <laughs> i'm like i'm like okay well you know it becomes a a a comedy because here we have I, i'm like hey i need you to wear your uniform to school today and he goes well the only teacher that really cares is mr so and so and i said well it doesn't matter i said there's a speed limit on the roadway and you have to follow that speed limit, whether you're getting pulled over or not. I said, whether someone's looking or not. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm, so his dad is like, well, I don't, you don't need to bring it up and be so mean about it. I was like, well, no, you're not going to drive until you can follow the rules because following, if you can't follow basic rules, such as following a dress code, then what in the hell are you going to be doing when you're out driving? So anything he wants to do, which is your strikes fear in the heart of every alpha listening to this is nodding so hard. Don't drive, ladies. You will wreck. Pull over because you're nodding your head so hard. You can't even see out the windshield you're like Connie is totally right and it's just this never-ending thing right where it's like okay well 
this needs to happen this way and this is how this is going to go and no he's not driving one of my vehicles until he can at least wear some of his dress code to school i feel like that's logical the beta on the other side doesn't so you know and that's where this gets to be a difficult you know conversation because you get into you also get into to attachment styles where you get people who are avoidant um i you know what's funny is that it's it's all truth is universal that's why the same truths run through all religions. Everybody just has a different word for this, that, or the other thing. So, you know, I came to my system and how I explain things and view life, the alpha and the beta, completely from my life. Um, if you looked at um, any type of attachment work where they talk about attachment styles being um, anxious attachment, avoidant attachment, it's going to be similar. When you look at boundary issues, when you look at narcissists and codependents, it's going to be similar things. One of the things that they're responding to is you're, you're telling them what to do. Um, and they're going to resist that because there's this in, in the beta, there's this don't control me because remember they had the alpha mom. They are absolutely resistant to control. Um, so for your boy, I wouldn't actually make it a discussion. I'd be like, so you have options. You can do whatever you want to do. You cannot wear your uniform. And here are the things that happen when you don't wear your uniform and you can wear your uniform. And here are the things that happen when you do wear your uniform, which one do you want to do? That's it. Mm -hmm. Take all of your, see, we as an alpha, she's going to, you're perfect for this, buddy. You're, we're going to get triggered by this because this offends the fuck out of our sense of order and responsibility. Alphas are prime for responsibility. We have all of ours plus all of everybody else's. Everybody. That homeless guy, like on the street somewhere at Fifth and Main, we're just like, Pick up a little responsibility from him. We take all of it. So you're sitting here and because you're a planner, you're projecting forward. You're looking at his character. You're going, oh, this child's not going to make it. He's going to become one of those soft, fluffy little people that, that can't fucking follow the rules. He's going to get fired from all of his jobs and try to live at home. You know, like for instance, that's a conversation you need to have. If you don't want him living at home, you need to have the conversation. Is, this is how this works. Here are your choices. If not living at home isn't a choice, then you just need to present the choices and he needs to choose. Mm -hmm. um, if living at home is an option, but he then has to have an even harder set of rules because I don't want your adult ass in my home, then you need to tell him those too. Mm -hmm. But he gets to choose. The way this works, if I'd have caught you years ago, I would have told you that around 11 or 12 in most um, cultures, if you go to most like indigenous cultures, boys are taken from their mothers. They did that shit for a reason. His <laughs> mom, he gets soft. They knew. They knew. They knew. They knew. They knew. Sixty thousand years ago, they freaking knew. They're like, oh nope, we leave him over there with those hookers. There, they pull him out of there and they put him in the circle with the men, where nobody ever again asks him how he feels about shit, <laughs> because that's not how we we raise up the masculine. It's what do you think. So stop asking your son how he feels about anything. You start, ask your daughter that. If you have a daughter, you're turning her into an alpha, by the way, just saying. And y'all will fight like cats and dogs. That's not weird. Um, but anyway, your son, it's just, I I don't have a, a, a vote in this. If if these are your options, if you want to drive, then you can pick this option. If you don't want to drive, then you can pick this option. It's completely up to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm, And I'm not... Um, and it's hard because you're taking, you're taking a step back and you're making yourself, um, more impartial and you're not taking his refusal personally. His refusal is him trying to, to assert his autonomy and his father is backing him because as a beta, <laughs> he feels squished by you too. So mm -hmm. this is him trying to protect his son from the same thing that happened to him with his mother and it's happened to him with his wife. So it, it it's hard to get them on board. So I, I promise you there's alphas right now wrecking cars. Ladies, I told you to pull over. I told <laughs> you this was like changing stuff. I said, don't try to drive. Just pull over, listen to the podcast. You know, you want to take notes, take notes, you know, <laughs> but do you, you see how that, that, that mm -hmm. dynamic, it's like, you can pick because yeah. in the end, you cannot change him. And this is the hardest thing for us. We can't change our men directly. There is no such thing. What you can do is you can invite him into a different space by changing you. 
-hmm. So right now what's going on is you are leaned forward with, all right, buddy, this is some bullshit. We're not doing it this way. I need you in your feminine. I need you to lean back and go, well, driving a car is a big responsibility. And the way I see it is if you can't voluntarily follow the rules and all the time, then that makes me feel uncomfortable with you driving. So you don't have to wear the uniform, but you also don't have to drive. And you certainly would never drive my car. And if you get into a situation where you suddenly need to go somewhere and I'm not available or it's inconvenient to me, I will say no. I will not interrupt my podcast preparation because you suddenly need to be driven somewhere because you don't have the ability to drive because of your choices. So if you choose to make yourself unable to drive, I will not pick up that slack for you. Girl, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying you're saying you're a life, you discovered you're a life coach. I think you should just be giving parenting advice. Honestly, you spit that out. Didn't even have to think about it. Whereas I get asked a question and I'm like, Oh, I got to think about that. Thing about being a spiritual coach is I work for God and I do not fail. If I come for an alpha she's gotten, she's safe. That's my company is the art of self-rescue. And so the first thing we do is we rescue you. You are trying to save your son. I would tell you to save you. Don't try to save your husband. Don't please ladies stop trying to save your marriage. It is a huge problem because trying to save your marriage is code for trying to change him. It cannot be done. It is against every law of the universe. It cannot be done. You actually have to change you. You have to look inside and go, hey, how am I functioning? Remember I told you in the beginning that we got trust issues. Y'all got trust issues. You don't trust yourself. Even if you express a connection to God or higher power source, universe or, or nature, you don't even trust it. Alphas tell God what to do. I know, I've done that. I've had those conversations. I was explaining to God how it was gonna be. Telling God how I needed, I needed my love to show up. I needed this point. I needed it from this person. I need this person to do this and this, this. And we are the general managers of the universe. And I need you to resign. And then you will discover that the universe run, not only runs without you, it runs better. It runs better. And you're less crunchy. You're not crunchy all the time because you're not walking around with this list of all the stuff everybody has to do and they're not effing doing it. So part of it is your child's just, and it's true also of the teen years. They're just that, that rebellion thing. It's like, mm-hmm. you, you give him nothing to rebel against. Mm-hmm. You just have choices, pick. Right. <laughs> You're intelligent. Your husband's intelligent. So your child's intelligent. So eventually he'll just start picking choices that work for his outcomes. Mm-hmm. And this is what he has to do as an adult too. It's like, oh, if I want to keep my job and be able to pay my rent and not be homeless, I have to show up on time. Mm-hmm. There. So, so how do we as alpha females begin to take that step back and let other people take control? Because there <laughs> is this, yeah, I know this is a, this is a fun one because there is that point, right? Where we've all tried it. We've take that, take that step yeah. back and the shit yeah. hits the fan. So then you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, excuse you're- my French. Oh, fuck. Never mind. I I shouldn't have expected anybody to do anything. Let's just, <laughs> let's just take the wheel again, you know, like and and bombs. Ladies, I don't have any sleeves, but I am pushing them up. Now we're talking. I've opened up Connie's F bombs. Okay, so here we go. This is a perfect question. Like I said, I can't script this stuff. If I'd have scripted it, she wouldn't even be doing it this naturally. Here's what happens. So you hear somebody on a podcast like me say, um, Alpha's lean back. You know, you're, 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 you're all in somebody's, the masculine space, get the hell out of there. So you try it and you try it as a one-off. So here's what happens. The family vacation is coming. Like already you guys know where I'm doing. Family vacation. It's like, oh my God, don't even fucking go. Just cancel family vacation. It's too stressful, but family vacation is coming. And you're like, okay, the crazy foul-mouthed black woman said I should not take control so I will just be like honey vacation is in three months need to you know get the bookings hey babe it's like it's like two months now you know flights are going to start to you know kind of go up three weeks out 
The flights have now doubled. The rental cars are not available and you have lost your shit. Now you're like, fine, you're in here and you're Expedia this and you're hot map that and you're gonna do this and you're gonna put this. And you are bitching and you are mad and you are hot because I left it to you to do and you effed it all up. You're like, okay, well, you can be in charge of, of getting the kids off to ballet. And then you're looking in the bag and it's like, he doesn't have her favorite shoes. She won't fucking dance in those shoes. She takes those shoes out. She won't put them on. And then she'll have to dance barefoot. Then she'll have a blister. You're, you're all in your head. The trick is, is we step back, but the person that we are inviting for, firstly, we're usually not inviting, we're usually commanding them forward. Mm -hmm. They're not used to leading. You've been leading for so long that their muscles, this makes sense to you because you guys are muscles. Their muscles are weak. They're atrophied. I'll use some sports terms. These are atrophied muscles. So if you haven't been working on, on these muscles in your back and suddenly you give somebody the heavy weights that you've been carrying, they can't carry them. They're wobbling. They're unstable. And then you look and you rush over there and go, oh my God, you're going to drop it and snatch it right back from them. It doesn't work for you to do this as a one-off. It's like a, oh, I'm getting some good downloads here. From It's like a diet doesn't work. 97% of diets fail because it's it's quintessentially a one-off. Mm -hmm. You're quintessentially saying, I'm going to uh, not eat cake for three weeks and then I expect to look great. And then I expect to pretty much go back to eating cake. You, you can't create that environment. You actually have to figure out, well, what is it that I can do that I can actually step back on? And you have to Deal with the fear that that causes, because if you don't, you'll control because control always comes where there is fear. So for instance, I'm in Australia right now. It's a nice day outside. It's summer here. Someone somewhere is probably planning a picnic and I could give zero Fs about it. I'm not worried about the food. I'm not going to remind them to take a bug thing. We got serious bugs here. We need bug spray. You need sunscreen. You need a hat. You need a blanket. You need a bulletproof tank to get through the snakes. Not kidding. Um, I'm, not, I'm not in charge of that. I don't care about it. It doesn't involve me, so I'm not controlling it because I'm not afraid of what will happen if they don't have their stuff. They're strangers. When you're afraid of what happens to your boy, the fear is what triggers the control. So you would literally have to figure out how to deal with the fear. So when you're doing is it one off, you're like, I'm just going to let go of control. You can't do it. You have to go back a step and go into how can I soothe my fears around this? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Go back one. I was trying to think about it because there's, there's like, I've noticed through coaching people, right? So many people lack the ability to plan like, and me, I could plan anything, right? I could micromanage the Lord himself. You even said That's it, right? Exactly right. If the um, second coming was happening, they would call me. They would yeah. be like, look, Jesus is coming. We just wondered if you could take a look at some of the arrangements, make sure it's going to be smooth. And I'd be like, I got that. I do that on my, I do it on a weekend. Yeah. 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 You, you give me a couple hours and I got that crap done, you know? But I always remember, so like, this is literally my thought process with everything. My dad, I can't tell you how many times I heard the phrase, prior planning prevents piss poor performance. Piss poor performance. And I plan everything to a T. People are I like, know. how do you have that? How, how do you do all this stuff? And I'm like, I plan it. It gets Planet. written down. It's scheduled. It the, at at eight fifteen is this. At nine fifteen is this. But if, mm -hmm. if at nine fifteen, eight fifteen is running over, we are screwed for the rest of the day because we Use are it. using Use. every minute of the day to its fullest sixty seconds. Right. So, honey, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is a great thing for people to hear because people are always like, oh, well, you got your shit together. And I'm like, ah, I'm not sure about that. I'm, and I always try to be very um, astute in the fact that some of these people don't realize what it's like to have your shit together. Sometimes it's not really necessarily a fun thing when you're constantly having to tweak things. You don't have a like I, I don't you you heard of an aura ring, right? They're fancy little fitness tractors. You know, my aura ring told me that I took one nap in 365 days. Yes, one year, one nap. Okay. <laughs> so just telling you, while y'all are relaxing and watching Netflix, Connie's got a freaking to-do list right there. She ain't screwing around. 
So where do you find balance when you're somebody that feels as though they do need to make sure that they are utilizing every millisecond of the day? Alpha, I just love you. I, you're, <laughs> this is how you feel to me. It's just this warm, like squishy, like I just, I want to, mm, I just, mm, I get right in there with you. Just oh, hold the squishy ball. So, so much fun to play with here. First things first, I need you guys to, to understand something. If you could memorize a couple of basic things, you'll be better off here. The desire you have to control because planning is just a fancy euphemistic word for control. The desire you have to control everything comes from an underlying sense of fear and insecurity. That if you don't sledge it into place, that nothing will happen that will protect and provide for you. Mm -hmm. So it's this idea that if I am not orchestrating the planner to the, the minute that I won't get my workout in. I won't get my sleep in. I won't get, she won't get a nap. Clearly that's just fucking canceled. Um, but she, these things won't happen and no one else will care and no one else will help you. And, and, and again, it's that master of the universe. I have to, I have to, and it, the, just listen to the energy of my words. It's struggle. Alphas are wired for struggle because they're, they're wired to be a warrior. Now here's the problem with being a warrior. You always need a war. There always has to be a hill. Uh, when you ask any alpha story, she's happy to tell you her, I climbed the mountain both ways in the snow, backwards, no shoes. And she's got a hundred of those stories. And what happens is, is you've learned to identify your sense of self-worth is more attached to the performance and the, what I call the triumphant overcoming of a struggle. Mm -hmm. than it is to just, you're amazing. And mm -hmm. this comes from having too much alpha, too much masculine. Like for instance, you, you, I wanted to just clap when you said, well, my dad told me, so you had a present dad, but your dad, the, the father of most alphas are either absent or they raise us as a boy, basically. They wanted a son, they raise us, go ahead, raise your hand. My, my dad argued with my mom, argued with my mom when I was born because he was convinced I was a boy. And my mother, who was in a position to know, said, nah, you got a girl. <laughs> First argument, I'm, I'm four seconds old. I'm the wrong gender. I'm like, huh, you know, so here we go. So he, he raised me, he was, he was military. He raised me in that masculine tradition. I had to earn love. I had to earn, I had to perform. Um, in the masculine world, feelings are suppressed and are minimized because men were designed to hunt and to protect. If you're busy trying to fight a boar, that's trying to kill you and you're, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. You will get murdered. So men do have to learn to compartmentalize and they're very good at it. But when they have girls as alphas, they teach us that. Very bad for us because then we are not in our feminine, which is receiving. So alphas don't receive for shit. You wonder why nobody helps you. It's because actually you're not a good receiver. You're not good at asking for help. If you want it done right, do it yeah, oh, get the biceps up, you know? So so you get into this situation, you're locked in a cycle where I have to control everything and I have to sledge everything. And you are basically being the best man. And the problem with this is this is why we can't have, the, we have the struggles in the relationships. You do, here's another thing to memorize, writer downer, you do one thing the way you do everything. So because we are used to struggle, we see it everywhere, we court it, we invite it. We have struggle in your health. So your health journey is going to be a struggle. You're going to have it in your finances. You're going to have it in your marriage. You're going to have it with your children. You're going to have it in your work. You're going to have it with your family. It's everywhere. You feel surrounded. And because you feel surrounded, you feel afraid. And because you feel afraid, you control. So you see how for us to change this, we have to go back in the links. Your most important thing is to figure out a way to give yourself greater security. You need to feel safe. It is a woman's highest need, security, period, close quote, end of discussion. If you have a man in your life, he should be providing emotional security, financial security, physical security, spiritual security, and sexual security. In an ideal relationship, he gives all five. Most people have a little of this, a little of that, less of this, whatever. Um, in the relationships that are very stressed that I deal with, um, they usually don't have any. 
and they're still trying to make that work. But you have to have security. So when you don't have security, you get afraid. When you get afraid, you control. When mm -hmm. you control, your man runs because control is what he is used to from his mother. When a man sees you as his mother, you lose your sexual polarity because men don't sleep with mothers. It's literally genetically, biologically wired in a boy. So boys don't get erections with their mother. They're literally biologically designed to override their, their sexual desire to a woman that is in a mother role and a mother role is guiding and controlling, which is why you need to remove a boy from his mother at around 10, 11 or 12 so that he's not constantly being controlled anymore. And now he gets to make his own choices. Basically he gets to fail. You wanna fail? Okay. You know, here's your options. You, you ask him what his thought process is. What's your thought process on that? How's that gonna work out? What do you, what do you see that, how, what, 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 what result does, does this choice look like it's gonna give you that you want. Tell me what you want and then tell me how you see the thing you're picking working for you. I'm just curious. I just wanna see if you can link it up. And if you're convinced it'll work, go try it. I believe in you, go try it. Because you want him to be able to go try things. You want him to try, because the beta man that we're mostly married to is a man that's given up trying things because he's more concerned with not being rejected with not being judged, with not being criticized, with not being made wrong. If this man had to define love, let me tell you how to love one of these men. You won't like it, but it's for you to have no needs, to ask for nothing and to never make them wrong. Or my husband's mother, just that was her. That was from that generation. She had, no, well, she had needs, but she is an alpha. She pretended she didn't have them and didn't show them to anybody. She didn't ask for anything because that would be intrusive. And she didn't felt like she deserved it. And she never made anybody wrong. These men under her care couldn't do anything wrong. When you, when you love a man like that, when a mother, don't do that. If you're a mother, fucking stop doing that. If you're loving your male child like this, you're screwing him up. Stop giving him everything. Stop it. Stop with the coddling because you turn out a man who then is loose in the world and he's now looking for you. He's looking for that love. He's looking for the love. Is if you really love me, you'd, you'd love me exactly as I am, which is code for, I don't want to change at all, even if I'm an ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is great. Okay, so I've got so many directions I could actually go with this. So Pull a thread, Pull a magic thread. Get your, you don't have a one. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. Actually, I got like five of them. My daughter's obsessed. So, I mean, if we both want to, you know, flip some wands Wanda. around, I, I go find one. Uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but there's so many things to unpack here, <clears throat> especially, well, a funny little side note. Um, my son basically told his teacher the other day he didn't need to go to school because he's he's been in flight school and he's going to make $50 an hour as a pilot without going to school. And... I, I got a good chuckle out of that. So I was like, you know, if it was that easy to make $50 an hour, we'd all probably be doing it. Knock it down. Yeah. 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 Like, Hey, sign me up. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I thought that was funny, but, um, so what, as alpha females, what is a good balance? I mean, because there's, there's got to be a balance out there of people that are, because you also see people, and I tell my husband this all the time, I call them, you're going to laugh at this. This is my new term. I'm sure you're going to adopt it. Are you ready? I call ready. these, I call these people mushrooms because they're happy just sitting around growing on a tree and not doing anything <laughs> with their life. In right? the dirt and in the dark. That's yeah. what they are. Right. They're in the dirt and they're in the dark. And I'm like, I, I call, I literally call these people mushrooms. And it's, it's sad because I have family members that they're raising children that are mushrooms that don't, they don't have wants and needs. They don't have uh, a desire to be better. Um, and that, that is a scary thing as well, because being complacent in life is also a direction that can be very dangerous. Yeah. So let me, oh, I'll, so I'll, I'll keep myself concise to your mushrooms. So I'll tell you my term for mushrooms. Mine is consumers. There's two different people in the world. If you're aware of the 80-20 rule, Prieto's principle, everything kind of breaks in 80% of something, 20% of another. 20% of the world are producers. 80% of the world are consumers. Those are your mushrooms. Consumers move about pain. They're motivated more by pain than gain. 
So if you want to sell something to one of your mushrooms or one of the consumers, you say, oh, it hurts so bad. But if you use new pill away, it'll stop the pain. If you're selling to a producer, we're more concerned about growth. We're more concerned about we're going somewhere, we're building something and we have a vision. So here is my big million dollar advice. Leave the mushrooms alone. Leave them alone. If they're your child, you wanna remodel a mushroom by modeling. You can't do it by direct tampering. And basically, if you haven't set this mm -hmm. shit by the time they're six or seven, you pretty much effed it. But you can you can get in there and you can you can model and, and you can show them what happens and you can play out. Like when he says, I don't need to go to school to be the pilot thing, I would be like, excellent, go research it, show it to me. Show me the pilot school that will accept you. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Can you find one? Show it to me. So he seems like, yo, know, and that gives him his curiosity, that gives him his license, that gives him you supporting him rather than you contradicting him and saying, you're just fucking wrong and I know you're fucking wrong and stop being an idiot. It's like, okay, well, if there's a pilot school that will accept you and you can do this, show it to me. I'm, I want to see it because I have a couple other people I need to fucking send to it. Mm -hmm. I make some money doing referrals. But do you see how, so that's the control thing. We see the mushrooms and we want to change them. One of the things about being um, spiritual or advanced or, or what you call evolved spiritual people, mm -hmm. evolved spiritual people never try to wake anybody else up. Mm -hmm. Everyone that's running around the world trying to wake everybody else up now, well, now you know what you know. Mm -hmm. When you're mm -hmm. actually at a, a level of awareness, you realize that it's a violent act to go to a mushroom and try to scrape the mushroom off the tree that it's comfortable on. The a mushroom is comfortable on it. It's happy in the dirt and the dark. And you're just like, I'm just going to bring in all this light and the sunshine. And you just have to do this and take this nutrient and do 20 burpees and do... <laughs> They don't want to. Yeah. And that's a really difficult thing, right? Because sometimes being a mushroom's not good in any sense, right? And you see this all the time. You see it in um, I mean, we're kind of gonna be diving down a rabbit hole here, but you see this all the time in like health the cases of health, right? We have yeah. you know they die. They die. That that that's just the, the the flat of it. And and everybody as you get older, um, you have to look at people and you some people you have to let go because mm -hmm. you you can't be the only boat rowing upstream all the time. Because I used to tell people, it's like, I can't care more about your health than you. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. So ladies, if you're single, please don't marry a man that, and I don't know what it is. It's, it's very, very masculine. Men don't care about their health. Not all of them, but they, they don't want to go to a doctor. They don't want to get anything investigated. There's so many men here in Australia. There's three very prominent men that just died of heart issues. And the men that live were like, oh, well, I, I went because my wife forced me. It's like, what are you, two? You're like, <laughs> you're two years old that you don't want to take care of yourself. Um, stay away from mushrooms. Mm -hmm. Like, I promise you, stay away from mushrooms. Don't choose them as friends. Don't don't adopt them. Because one of the other traits you learn in, in, in my book is the little mini book I'll give you guys. Alphas are rescuers. And, and the rescuing is a subconscious desire for somebody to rescue us. So newsflash. No one is coming for you. You have to do this yourself. That's why my company is the art of self-rescue. It's not the art of man you married will come rescue. It's not the art of black lady in Australia will come rescue. It's the art of self-rescue. So if there's a mushroom, leave it there. Do not dig it up. They have a huge, in fact, their, their, their root structures actually are quite complicated. I think it's called mycelium and they can go for miles. There are mushrooms that have like miles wide roots, it's crazy. Leave the mushrooms alone. Just you put on your shirt, you know, say no to mushrooms. Hashtag fuck a mushroom because no, you are distracting yourself. I call it the noble distraction. You're distracting yourself from where you're supposed to go in your life by trying to rescue all the mushrooms. Because while you're dealing with mushrooms, are you writing your book? Are you finishing your schooling? Are you lifting? Are you doing your competition? Are you feeding yourself right? Are you doing your sleep? Are you taking more than one nap a year? No. I love this because it's a huge thing, especially in coaching. And you as another alpha female know this. Why did you get into helping people? Because you want to help everybody. You want to help every person that walks the earth. You see Betty over here and you see Betty's mistakes. And you're like, dang, Betty, I want to help you out. I have the answers for you. 
I can help you. I just, I, so you're, oh, you, you guys, she's just, she's just, she, it's like volleyball. You know, like my high school, it was a really small high school, but they had a top volleyball team. And you know, the setter would just get in with a boom, perfect set and just come in that smack. And I'm just going to come in and just smack. It's like, what I had to learn as a coach is I literally can coach anyone. I have coached celebrities. I have some non-disclosure agreements that would make you cry. I have, I have coached some amazing people, people that make 60, $70 million a year, all the way down to, I had a girl who drove an Uber so she could afford me back in the day, you know? So the trick is, is that think of yourself in a boat and I'm the coach and you're the person you're coaching and you're rowing your boat. And there's all sorts of people in the water in various stages of drowning. What I had to learn was that when I went after the people who weren't trying to swim, pulling them in my boat would almost tip my boat over. So I've got Connie in my boat and Connie's doing good. Connie's listening and Connie's trying and Connie's applying. And then I pick up Connie too and we're doing it and we're doing it. And then we see Wendy and Wendy's ass is just fucking sinking. Wendy's just like, ah, uh, and I'm like, oh, I can save Wendy because I know what's wrong with her. I know what she needs to she needs to change. I know how she can, I know she can make it all work. And here I am leaning off the side of the shipping. Now Connie one and two are in danger because I'm leaning too far out. I am out of my lane. Do not do this. One of the hugest things in my life I learned was to stop trying to save people that don't fucking want my help. I tell people, I don't convince anybody. My private coaching is five and six figures. And it's guaranteed because I don't fail. And I don't convince anybody. If somebody doesn't want to pay me that, they can feel free for their life to fail. I, 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 but I had to get to that spot. I had to really get to that spot. And for me, it was about faith that the universe would send somebody else to Wendy. When I roll past a Wendy, I am not dooming her to drown. There is somebody I've decided, there's a Tanya that does Wendy's. I am not the Wendy Tanya. There's a Tanya that does Wendy's and, and the universe will send her. And hopefully that hooker will get in the boat at that point. But she can't be in my Connie boat. She cannot be in my Connie boat because Connie boat is for people who are, who are waving. They were kicking. They were treading water. They found a little piece of wood. They signaled. They're doing semaphore. They're doing all the stuff. And I get over there and I pull them in and I dry them off and I love them up and I show them how to fucking shine. If you're a coach, please hear me. You will make, and I learned this as a baby lawyer, by the way, you make money on the cases you don't take. You make money on the cases when you learn that someone's sitting in front of you, you're like, oh yeah, no. <laughs> oh yeah, no, nah. mm -mm, no, you're not mine. Just put them back in the water. Leave them, bless them, leave them with a blessing. Just energetically imagine the, the, the Connie, Wendy Connie, coming for them. Just row right by them, Connie. Just row right by because you just want your people in your boat. The people who want you, the people who see you, the people who they hear you. My girls hear my voice in their sleep. They're about to do some dumb shit. And they're like, I heard your voice. <laughs> they're like, I heard you in my head. I'm like, I occupy space in their head. Your people hear you the same way. You only want those people in your life, in your boat. Everybody else do not believe that they're going to drown and fail and their life is going to end. We're all immortal. Our souls are eternal. They'll be fine. I love this. Uh, there's so many pearls here. I don't even, we can't even fit a freaking whole podcast into an hour because of the no, pearls my that you have. Always run over. Oh, that, geez. I mean, you should have warned me. No, it's totally fine. I have extra time and I'm here for it 100%. But believe it or not, yes, did I just say that? I said, I have extra time. Why? Because the planner in me made sure that I had enough time <laughs> in case I run over. Yeah. Yeah. Or how about your husband? Let's just dive into this a little further. How about your husband wants to go to the freeway, but he backtracks like a half a mile to get on the freeway <laughs> a different way when you could be saved five minutes by not backtracking a half a mile and going east instead of west. I mean, I'm just saying... These are all things we deal with. So these are the lovely ones. Those are easy. I like those. Those are practice ones. If an alpha wants to practice, start practicing on that. Like for instance, uh, last night my husband was cooking and these are things a woman would know. I have teal as my accent color. Obviously I have colors, right? So I have these beautiful teal tiles, tiles that, uh, towels that hang on my stove. These are not the towels that you put inside the oven to pull a greasy potato meat sauce thing 
out in and out of the oven. These are not those. I have oven mitts for that. You can get them dirty. These are not. And I looked at that and I went, yeah, nah. I just, I just let them use the towels because it would have been. Now, every woman would have been like, it would have been perfectly legitimate, Tanya. You didn't want them to stain your towel. So I let it go on for the whole night. In the very last moment, I was like, let me just put a paper towel in the vicinity. See if that, you know, kind of mop up some of the grease spillage and wipe it off the handle so he stops touching it with my beautiful towels. But those are ways to practice. Little tiny ways to practice. And it's hard because I was like, oh, those are my favorite towels. I have done this exact exercise, honestly, like, okay, you want to take that extra five minutes, then yeah. go for it. And I sit there and I'm like, you know, tap my fingers, <laughs> grind my teeth a little bit. There you go. The you trick know. is to get yourself where you're like, that's not the hill I want to die on. Um, th th these are our emotional opposites are so trapped in that they need it's, it's hard because you're competing for the same thing. You're actually both competing for safety, which is why things are weird because a man in his beta is looking for safety and a woman, remember her highest need is safety. A man's highest need, by the way, is respect. He's not aligned with that in his, in his beta and his feminine and his avoidant, he's aligned with safety. So he's trying constantly to protect himself. So that's where there's real conflict in the marriage because you guys are competing for the same safety. So anytime you can give him space, you can give him um, respect. So look at what he's doing. So look for your son. This is important for your son. You want to look at what he's doing. And you want to say, Hey, I really respect what you did there. You really did a great job there. You want to give him those words that tell him that you respect who he is as a person, as a man and the autonomous choices that he's picking. And if you have to correct him, you be careful, say, I don't want to disrespect you, but this is not something that we do in this house. So he knows that I'm not disrespecting you, but I need to tell you, you know, this is not something that we, we do in this house. Mm -hmm. um, it's super important. They're fragile. Remember, men are actually more fragile than women, especially you, because remember, you're the alpha. You're mm -hmm. the one in all your armor and stuff. And then he's all kind of exposed and kind of, once again, I bring out my my squishy ball. He's kind of squishy. Um, if you are always being the better male, there's no space for him to step into it. Mm -hmm. yeah so I guess we could go on for days on things that could actually be beneficial to the alpha male or the alpha female I'm sorry but um I guess if you were gonna leave us alpha females now that we're parked on the side of the road um a, a, a huge word of advice and and maybe some actionable steps to take towards that word of advice what would that be so you want to memorize three words. This is a mantra for you. Struggle is suspicious. Struggle is suspicious. If you're struggling with something, I want you to stop, pull yourself back for a pause and go, okay, what's going on here? And then look at it. Was it my choice? So for instance, you you chose to work with the person on your team that was going to be a guaranteed struggle. So did, did the struggle come at a choice level? Is the struggle coming from how you're approaching it? You you have a child that's just a messy child and you just really, really want them to be, you know, buttoned down army neat. Ooh, got one there. So, you know, because because some people are just, they're just less contained. It really is their nature. They don't contain well. So you got to ask yourself, why am I struggling here? What am I trying to gain? Because what I want you to understand is, is that the way the universe is set up, anything you're supposed to be doing actually won't be a struggle. When you've got struggle in it, it's because you've added it or you've sought it or you're generating it by something going on inside of you. So struggle is suspicious. If you're in your relationships and you're struggling, I need you to stop. I need you to be looking at your choices. Look at the choice of who you married. Look at how you're communicating. Look at what you're demanding. Look at your expectations. A lot of times, like I said, we just have expectations that are completely unreasonable given the facts on the ground. And we can see it in a business. We know, oh, Mary just can't do that. We don't assign her that because she can't do it. But you get home and you can't see it in your child. And accept it because love is acceptance. It's, it's allowing. It's that's how they are. Can mm -hmm. I love them around that and take away my struggle? Because that is going to take you out of a place of fear, which lessens your control. I love that. Well, 
if my listeners want to look more into you and what you do, you said you mentioned you have a little book that they can read. Where do they find you and how do they access that book? You want to go to artofselfrescue.com forward slash origins with an S artofselfrescue.com forward slash origins with an S that will get you the alpha life cycles. So you can learn your origins and figure that out. Follow my blog. I give away free advice every single week. I just coach people on my blog. If people were smart. They would just go back and start reading my blog from five or six years ago and just go through it and self-coach themselves. Um, I'll have a book coming out at some point when I finish it, that will be really helpful for people that are, that are struggling. Um, and it's, it's how leaving can actually save your marriage, how leaving your marriage can save your marriage. Um, that is going to be the bomb diggity. Uh, and eventually at some point when I feel motivated, I'm going to, uh, do a course because I want my alphas that can't afford me to be able to have this information. I, I can't, I can't die with this information in me. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of that too. It's funny because I'm like, okay, well, if they can't just come to me and pay, then here's some resources that are inexpensive, right? <laughs> no, put it, put it out there. Yeah. Wait, but it, the world needs you, Connie. Mm -hmm. The world needs you, Connie. Your, your children need you. I want you to know, I see you. You're beautiful. Oh. You're doing a great job. <laughs> you, you deserve to have a tribe of women that follow you and, and you're just going to keep getting better and better. Well, you are amazing. And if you do write that book, I think if there's an audio version, you need to narrate it yourself because <laughs> you're so powerful, girl. So this oh, is awesome. And I really appreciate you coming on the show and I'll put all your links in the show notes and we'll have to do it again soon because I feel like there's a whole lot of things that we can talk about. There are threads that we didn't pull. So you can ask your listeners to write in on the threads that, that didn't get followed up. They're like, that one and then we can resume at some point i love it that's awesome well thank you so so much you're welcome thank you Danny. thanks for tuning in to learn more about me my online programs or to inquire about coaching please visit www.conninightingale.com and remember nothing in the contents of this show is intended to diagnose treat or cure any illness and it is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your primary care physician before implementing any new health protocols.